morning, everybody. Um, so in this instructions this morning, I'd like to... Actually, am I too close? Is that... Uh, let me ask it another way. Is this sound okay or is it not okay? It's okay, Helen? Great. Right. Um, to give some technical uh, pieces to the meditation and a little bit of the supports for that technical aspect. So all meditations in all traditions, wherever they go, whatever they branch out into, have as a basic principle the idea of steadying and calming the mind. Some meditations are just that. In the Buddhist tradition, um, this is a basis for a cultivation of insight, cultivation of mind, wisdom, seeing deeply. So this morning we'll give some attention to steadying, to steadying the mind, to stabilizing the attention. Good morning. Whatever is our interest in our life, however we would word what brings us here, whether it's freedom, peace, refuge, um, I just want to live well, um, kindness, um, however you would word it, whatever you say, even if I just want to, I just want to break, right? Whether it's on, you know, whether we're feeling desperate or whether it's a real uh, old love affair with truth and going deep, all of those converge in here, here and now, in this immediacy, immediacy of this living present. All insights any of the saints and sages and ordinary humans of us have ever had have arisen here and now out of the bedrock of this moment. Any insight that goes deep and that makes a difference to our life comes out of this steadied heart and mind. Many of us have insights, but sometimes they stay at the level of the head. We might see something really clearly, know our values deeply, know what we want to follow, but that hasn't penetrated into the bedrock yet of the whole of what we are. So this steadying principle, how do we steady the mind? In meditation we give our attention a task. Attention is powerful. Your attention is always somewhere, isn't it? Even if we don't know where it is. Attention has habits just like your body has habits in the way it moves. As one of my teacher colleagues says, if you see someone walking down the high street and you know them, before you even can put the name to them, you recognize the shape of the way they walk. Right? Attention has habits. And some of our habits of attention don't serve us. Sometimes our attention gets fixated in things. Sometimes it's flittering about all over the place. Sometimes it's frozen. Sometimes it's just sort of 
kind of not knowing what's going on. So in Dharma teaching, in practice, we train the attention to steady. And as we do, it becomes a more powerful light to shine into areas of the heart. To see the processes of the mind and how our attention and where we place our attention shapes our sense of ourself in the world. So the task this morning will be to give our attention to our bodily experience. Body is here and now, it hasn't, it's not flying around, not from what I can see anyway. Right? Our mind can be anywhere, but our body, it's here. So we will train our attention to come to this bodily experience, to land in this body, bodily experience, to tend, to tend to the sensing. Body is known through the sense of it. Take a moment right now. Right? Let your body breathe a little bit. How do you know you have a body right now, apart from through the visual? And the visual sense of body can do all kinds of we can do all kinds of things in the mind with that. But how do you know directly that you have a body right now? Before your mind has told you a story about the body. You know it through anybody. How do you know you have a body right now? And call something out. Feel it. You can feel it, right? That's the primary basis. We sense body. It's very basic. We sense its weightiness, its pain, its pleasure, its breath, its. What else do you notice? What lets you know you have a body right now? Apart from the idea. Yeah. Heartbeat, right? So we can sense it's um, that it's alive, actually. So not only do we have a body right now, it's an alive one, right? It's still upright, it's still animated, it's heart's beating. How do you know you have a body right now? The weight. The weight, right? The density, the weight, the plonk. Here it is. Take a moment, well, that's a really important one, I mean, they're all important. Take a moment, breathing in, breathing out, let your body kind of plonk down onto your cushion. Take your seat. This attention to body steadies the mind. The mind can be fast and furious and fixated and some, it can be bright and beautiful also, but body is slower. Body is an acquired taste. The density, the pulsing, the sensing. The way your body right now seems to displace space. Here you are. So we will intend to tend bring our attention to body this morning and I will guide
invite us into that. As we do that today, we will use the body and its breathing. We will um, attend to the body as it breathes, mindfulness of body breathing. With as much as we can, an attention to our in-breath right now. An attention to the body as it breathes out. If you can train here for a moment, let your body breathe in. Can you sense it? Can you know it as it breathes out? It's not an easy thing to give attention, a task such as this. It takes practice. It takes acquiring the taste of the ease that is there at the end of the out-breath. Maybe just taste that for a moment, breathing in. <coughs> Letting your body breathe out and stay with it right to the end of the out-breath. There's that moment of ease before the new breath is born, breathing in. Letting your body breathe out, giving your weight back to the earth. And taste that moment where there's nothing you have to do. There's no one you have to become. You don't have to be worthy. You are worthy by virtue of being a creature of the earth. So one support to this mindfulness of body breathing this morning is remembering that we are of the earth. Many of us have abstracted sometimes culturally, individually, through pain, through misunderstanding, abstracted ourselves up, away from the lap of the earth, up, up, and up into our head, which is, it can be a beautiful gift, absolutely. But when it becomes our sole basis for support, for knowing, for navigating the world, we are bereft <coughs> and floundering like a fish out of water. So we ease down with the out-breath, remembering, oh yeah, this, this body belongs to the earth. It's made up of earth. When it dies, it will return to the earth. This can be a great support. Oh, to know my belonging, that my right to belong is not by virtue of having achieved something or being good. No. It's 
because we belong. Creatures of the earth, as one poet said, we are the clay grown tall. Right? We are the clay grown tall. Breathing out and returning, breath by breath. So this is one support this morning. When we're practicing and you get all up in your head and start thinking about what's what and whether you can do it and if it's right and... Oh yeah, of the earth to the earth, right now. In fact, this Buddha image behind us, he's touching the earth in his right hand, if you see him behind us, he's touching the earth with his right hand to remember this. So this is a transcendent path, but transcend doesn't mean up and out. Transcend is to go beyond what we know, to go deeper and fuller and wider and beyond what may be a limited view, hindering our heart, so that our heart can uncramp itself and know its love and express its love. So one more support today before I guide us in. while we're practicing mindfulness of body breathing, attending here, right? One thing that supports this is knowing that we are okay, that we're safe, that we're loved, that we're totally welcome, that we're accepted. So, at times, bring in whoever or whatever came to you in the reflection last night. Remember that presence of some otherness, your dog, your teacher, just even some non-personal presence sometimes. When I was reflecting on Brian Keenan last night, I went home, I was thinking, did he say trees? Are there trees in Alaska? I guess there must be. I was thinking, maybe there's not many trees. I think there was also the sense of a a kind of... um, an unlocated presence also that he was noticing, watching over him. If nothing came in the evening for you, in the night, one image that works for people is that of the sunshine, the sun. The way that for most people, especially in these northern climates, right, when we, uh, the sun the clouds find the occlusion finally moves and the sun, the big yellow globe is there and we receive its radiant warmth unconditionally shining on us. Something in us can relax a little bit. It's like, oh, it's okay. Something in the heart can uncramp, the body can soften. So if no one, not if no one else came, but this can be a useful image too. Um... So calling on these supports this morning, you can set them up, imagining this being. um, I'm just going to think who I'm going to choose for this. That whose eyes or whose presence has let me know you're really okay as you are. You're really okay. Including all the shame and the things we think we wish we'd done differently and all of that. It's all held in that unconditional gaze. Right. 
So cultivating the heart isn't about becoming perfect. It's about easing down into our humanness, our animalness, our sensitivity, our aspiration, and our brightness. Easing down. So, Jai and I will give a little more instruction on posture a little bit later. But for now, um, we will sit for a little bit. So if you need to move your legs before we take the posture, just move your legs a little. In fact, should we, what do you think, should we move a little bit? Yeah, let's stand and move before we formally sit. So whatever happened in your night, whether you slept or didn't sleep, whether moving the bodies a little bit, shaking the hips, whether you had a good night or not, whether you had enough sleep or not, we can still practice. Shaking the hands. Dear old human body. You might not have started saying that to it yet, but I have. <laughs> Happens at some point, I think. Dear old human body. Shaking the legs. And the other leg. And turning the back side. Down the legs. Up the insides. Little fists at the pelvis. Waking it up. And see how you're tending to your body. Are you just thumping it? Or can it be a relationship going here? Some, you know, some of our modern conceptions of body are fantastic in terms of medicine, but sometimes we think it's a sort of a lump of meat we have to drag around. This is really sad. This incredible gift of your locatedness. Chest. Might not always feel like a gift. But that's what we wake up to, this potential of what it is while we're human. And the human heart-mind located in the clay that's grown tall. So intending to bring kind attention to body breathing. If you want to stay standing, stand or come to your sitting posture. So you're really welcome to stay standing um, if that's correct for you right now. The Buddha taught meditation in four postures, sitting, standing, walking, and lying. We won't teach the lying in the beginning. I think one person has to for uh, their body to take care, so that's why they will be doing that. 
but for most of us, staying upright helps with the wakefulness.
or that we're safe. For this moment, let the mind relax, not having to figure this out forever, and whether it's trustworthy. Just for now, set up this image and sense your body. From time to time, call on this image as if this presence of the other is saying, you are so loved. As if it's saying, you may not always know this, but you are completely at home. reminding you that you are love and made of love. Even if we don't always feel it. (coughs) And within this locatedness, shoulders drop, bring your attention back to earth, (coughs) applying and sustaining. 
it is you notice your body breathing. It might be you notice a light expansion on the in-breath and a light dropping back like a balloon as it as the air goes out of it just softens on the out breath it might be that you notice the rising of your belly and the falling of your belly Feel the coolness of the in-breath, the warmth of the out-breath. Doesn't matter. We're training the attention.
giving your weight back to the earth. And receiving your in-breath as the body is breathed in. And gently tending as your body breathes out. Pelvis and the sit bones release, soften, planted. Breathing out, knowing that you're breathing out. As if roots from your sit bones down. It's like a tree steadying as they deepen in the earth below.
steadying. Just one breath at a time. When you're busy with a attentional habit, it's not part of your intention right now. Breathe out, let the shoulders drop. Arrive, plonk, <coughs> back into your seat.
are you willing to begin again in this moment? even all your resistances, complaints, dis-ease, including all of that on the tide of the in-breath and on the tide of the out-breath.
May all beings be able to breathe out in safety. May all beings be able to rest deeply on the earth. May all beings know peace. Letting your body move, stretch, <coughs> yawn perhaps if it needs to, and the eyes just slowly open and take in your surroundings again. And we're going to be moving, as you will have seen from the schedule, between periods of sitting together and walking and to talk in a moment a little bit about the walking meditation but also about this um, continuity of our practice so the the attitude the ethos that we're bringing to our walking outside and to our moving around and doing our washing up or our floor sweeping or veggie chopping or whatever we do. It's all part of cultivating the same um, attitude of kindly attention, of tending to this body, this being, tending to the moment, and of, of receptivity, openness. So one of the things that supports this is slowing down, being unhurried, We don't have to be anyone, go anywhere, do anything, accomplish anything particular this weekend. This is a real gift of the weekend. And so when we walk also, uh, we don't have to walk to get anywhere. So usually the way that we practice our walking meditation is to choose a particular path, find a space outside or inside if you need to be inside where you can just walk to and fro so that we're not getting anywhere. Each step we're just arriving again back into the present. And this also helps to steady the attention, as Catherine was saying, our attention can wander in habitual ways that really don't serve us and so it can be really helpful especially at the beginning of the retreat to to give it a container a sort of um, a contained space in which to move around so choosing a choosing a place to walk and then we let our 
the, the resting place for our attention in the walking meditation be on the soles of our feet and the contact with the ground. So again, really feeling this um, contact with the earth, the rootedness of the earth, our place on the earth, you know, taking, our, taking our place here. And we can uh, bring the attention, steady the attention around the touch of the soles of the feet on the earth, feeling the weight shifting from one foot to another. And also around the breath, feeling the, the movement of your breath. And letting the, letting the awareness be really... Um, so we're not narrowing down our attention, trying to focus tightly on on the sensations of the feet or anything, but to allow the senses to be open, allowing ourselves to be touched, literally and metaphorically, by the world around us. This is a part of our practice this weekend too. So you might spend some time with a sense of sight and really uh, allowing yourself to take in the sights, the beautiful sights in nature, the hearing receiving the sounds that come to you smells beautiful scents in the garden and the freshness of the air I'm really struck coming from a, a city how beautiful the air smells here at Gaia House feeling the touch of the wind and the air on your skin So really letting, letting your senses drink in the world around you, letting yourself be touched. And coming back to uh, this body, the movement of the body being on the earth, finding your place in the earth. So you move to one end of your walking path and you can walk at whatever speed supports, your, supports you to be mindful, to be present, to be relaxed. So... This will differ for different ones of us. There isn't a right speed to walk at when you do walking meditation. And then you can take time to stop when you get to the end of your path. You feel the breath. Take a deeper breath. Open to the sensory world around you. And then slowly, when you're ready, turn around and go back the other way. Bringing this attitude of... um, tenderness, kindness, curiosity and maybe noticing if you feel that mirrored back to you in the environment Thank you for listening To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.